Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Tim Tully. It's July 4th, Independence Day in Boston today. Episode 2 of The Point right here. I'm going to get to it real quick. Sunday night was an embarrassing performance for David Price, and not only because he got shelled on the mound, it's because he kind of hid afterwards, too. The problem I have with David Price, and I was excited when he came here to Boston because I thought he was a legit pitcher who could elevate himself to almost legendary status. Kind of like Kirk Schilling. When Schilling came in from Philadelphia and Arizona, he was accomplished as a pitcher, and he kind of came in as his last real big event, his big squad, and he showed up in the biggest games, and that's why people loved him. That's what you need to do in Boston. There are guys in Boston that are heroes, folk heroes. Kevin Falk. Kevin Falk was not a good football player. He was not. Okay? He wasn't. But he made... A big play on the two-point conversion, he's a hero here, right? Veritek was a good baseball player. He was a good leader. But he never was outstanding as a player. People loved him because of the character he had, and he showed up when he needed to. All the perfect games, all the big no-hitters that he was a part of. Big moments where he always would rise to the occasion. It's why David Ortiz, who statistically is one of the best players in Red Sox history, But Ted Williams statistically is a better player, and get it, a lot of the fans now weren't alive when Ted Williams was playing ball. But still, the clutch moment, showing up in big games and dominating against the Yankees. That's why these guys are legends. And David Price doesn't have that in him. He doesn't. He's soft. And I know he says he's soft and he ha 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 ha, right? I'm soft. Look at me. Laugh. Like, you know, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I can say I'm soft too. It does hurt your feelings, pal. But you got $220 million to relax on. So instead of going up and making excuses, saying, well, I threw good pitches and the Yankees just hit them. No, you didn't, dude. You didn't. Because you didn't have a lot of strikeouts. If you were throwing good pitches, you would have struck out a few of those guys. Giancarlo Stanton strikes out 5,000 times a game. Judge strikes out four or five times a game. It's just like, at some point, dude, you just got to show up and do it. And if he does it in the playoffs this year, it'll all be over. Just show up one time. But at a certain point, it feels to me like he doesn't want to succeed and he'd rather feel like the victim be like, look, everybody hates me. But it's so easy in Boston to be liked if you want to be liked. Just perform in one big game, one time. And a playoff series against the Indians doesn't count. You stunk there, but I'll give you credit, right? You, a, a bullpen appearance in the playoffs last year, you were good. Okay, cool. But you have to beat the Yankees, and if the Red Sox are going to do anything this fall, they're going to have to have David Price beat the Yankees. Because the Yankees hit Rodriguez well, but Rodriguez is what he is. Sale will be sale, but hopefully you can get some runs for sale. And if the Red Sox, who are right now one game above the Yankees, end up playing in that wild card game, since the Red Sox and the Yankees will have the best two records, whoever wins the East will host the winner of the wild card game. So even if you get Chris Sale to go in the first wild card game, the first playoff game is at Yankee Stadium, and David Price is going to have to pitch at 7.05. Or probably 8.30, because it'll be a national game. Are you comfortable with that? Are you comfortable with knowing you're probably going to start 0-1, and then you're going to have to wild card with Porcello in Game 2 in Yankee Stadium? How do you sleep like that as a Red Sox fan? If you're really diehard, if you're really in the weeds, there's no way you can feel comfortable for it. And you want to root for David Price. I want to root for David Price. 
He's a stud. They're paying him $220 million. When they announced the signing, everybody, World Series, here we come, right? Everybody was all fired up. Everybody was all gassed up about David Price coming to Boston. He had the easiest path to becoming a legend. And he's had so many chances. How many chances have people in Boston given him? All these big games. This is the one. This is the most important game of his career. This is the make or break moment. No, it's not. He sucked on Sunday, right? If he shows up in a big Yankee series in August or September, they'll still be worried about him, but they'll say he did it. He slayed the dragon. But we're going to keep giving him chances because, hell, he's probably going to be here for a handful more years because he'd be out of his mind to opt out. Out of his mind. Because he'd have to reinvent himself to make anywhere near as close to that money in the future. He signed one of the biggest deals in sports history. A-Rod level, Beckham level, Ronaldo level. That's how much money David Price is making. And in comparatively, he's making 30 a year. LeBron James just signed $38 million a year to play in L.A. With taxes, they're probably making the same amount of money. Sleep with that. And that's the point.